2018. Where the hell are we? Do you have a shaman on speed dial? Today we are talking about you never know who's listening. Shauna, what do we mean by that? Well, we were having this discussion earlier talking about both the shadow side of you never know who's listening and the the light side of that. And so the shadow side, of course, being that we are all being surveilled 24-7, so you never know who is listening into your phone calls or cataloging your emails or surveilling you when you are at the shopping mall or, or, or even in front of your computer in your own home because there's cameras everywhere. Things that were unimaginable a year ago are now just commonplace. It never even occurred to me that I would, you know, would be the, the subject of um, observation, you know, without my consent. Until Donald Trump, our president, claimed the Obama administration was um, surveilling me in Trump Tower, you know, before the election. People are like, God dang it, you are so fucking bananas. Three days later, on my giant TV popped up a JPEG that basically just said, um, please be aware that if your spoken words include personal or other sensitive information, that information will be among the data captured and transmitted to a third party through your use of voice recognition. So, okay, that's number 47, reason number 47 not to have a TV. That's also notice. They're giving you notice. We are collecting, we are listening to your most private conversations within the supposed privacy of your home, which is no longer private. So actually, I've got something quickly to say to that because you said it's it's without your consent, but they're giving you notice. And, and, and Well, they said if you want to opt out. So basically, they were just like, uh-oh, the cat's out of the bag. And they gave you notice if you don't want to be a part of this, this sharing of data program, go to your settings and uncheck these boxes, which of course I did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to your point, they did give me notice. They have to give you notice. That's why it's important to learn the maxims, at least have a basic understanding of the maxims of law. And one of the maxims says, he who does not object appears to agree. And another one is silence is consent. And so, you know, let me just quickly say that, that of course, all our emails are being surveilled as well. And I recently put something at the bottom of all my emails so that I'm putting out my own notice and I am objecting. And so this is what it says now at the bottom of every email I send out and respond with. This private email message, including any attachments, is limited for the sole use of the intended recipient and may contain privileged and or confidential information. Any and all political, private, or public entities, federal, state, or local, corporate government, municipalities, international organizations, corporations, agents, investigators, or informants at all, and or third parties working in collusion by collecting and or monitoring my emails, 
and any other means of spying and collecting these communications, without my exclusive permission, are barred from any and all unauthorized review, use, disclosure, or distribution. Any use of this email precludes an immediate forfeiture of one million U.S. dollars species as defined by the Coin and Mintage Act of 1792, <laughs> oh, with, I'm not done yet, uh. with explicit reservations of all my rights without prejudice and without recourse to me. Any omission does not constitute a waiver of any or all intellectual property rights or reserved rights. And then in capitals, I finish with a maxim that says, notice to principal is notice to agent, notice to agent is notice to principal. So I know you're laughing and that might seem oh, a my bit God. much to Wait, you, Wait, hold on one second. I'm just, I'm just processing that. What does that sound? Oh, people... Um, people <laughs> deleting <laughs> unsubscribing from this podcast i mean but that's the thing about being your friend um uh, so many things that you say and believe i'm like oh jesus christ but in the end it turns out you know that's what you do you are a fire hose that it's like pointed at a bunch of old varnish or a bunch of old wallpaper you're like stripping away this thing that that was previously unimaginable i mean for one thing it's it's kind of like, well, I haven't done anything wrong and I'm not doing anything bad. Why should I care if I, part of me likes when Zappos serves me up an ad knowing the kind of shoes I like. You know, that's, you know, that's yeah, one thing. Yeah, yeah. But for a number of us, that is uh, a violation. It feels very violating. It feels very creepy. And this is the main means of communication and i think what we need to understand is we have become utterly dependent on this technology which has been uh created for us but not by us you see and so this is completely federally run okay question so what is what is the practical what is the prescription here what if someone i mean what's so well, you what's have the to harm give them, and what's the what's the solution? Well, part of the solution, of course, is just as, for instance, the folks on your TV set gave you notice that they will be listening and filing away anything and everything you say in the privacy of your own home. You have to a object and give notice back. And so, what I read that I put at the bottom of my emails may seem extreme to the uninitiated, but you know, if, if, if you actually think that you know, all is well and no one's gonna really care what you have to, to say or what you're thinking or doing and, and that it's, it's all fine and this is just for our own protection, then I mean, basically you're still squishing mashed peas through your fingers for Lord's sake. I mean, <laughs> okay, I object to that. Um, okay, but the thing is, okay, so, so to you, that's just part of, I mean, I know you and there is no one who is more of a forward motion machine than you. I know this to be true. So in your mind, in your way of thinking about the world, this is just dotting another I and crossing another That's T. That's right. This is protecting yourself in, of the, in the event of what? Of, of, of anyone coming, uh, coming into my, the privacy of my life and imposing themselves uh, commercially in, in, in any way, however that looks. Uh, uh, taking, 
you know, vital information that, that, that is vital to me and, and filing it and whatnot and, and, and maybe turning it against me at some time, maybe pulling that up when I want to cross a border, for instance, you see? So, so it's just basically covering my own ass. There's a great old truism that, that says, it, it, it talks about a guy, and some Arab dude, and he's going into the market, and he's got his camel with him, and he says to God, God, should I just trust you and not tie my camel? <laughs> and God says, tell you what, trust me, and tie up your camel. <laughs> so this is tying up your camels. And, and the thing is, no, I don't trust the powers that be, not for one minute. And so as a seer, which I am, I can see what others can't. And I don't take the, uh, the word of government or corporate entities as, as truth. Not, not, no, not with the track record these guys have. And so, so the idea is, let's be in the world and let's have some common sense. And the world is very different. We're in very different terrain right now. And so we need to, Thomas Jefferson said, an educated man knows his rights and how to defend them. It's, it's thought that the internet was, was started by the military. They certainly had a major hand in it. And so the way I look at it now is, my goodness, like I said earlier, all of this technology has been created for us and, and, and then we have been brought on, on board and now everyone is addicted to their computer, to their iPhone. We're, we're digitally addicted. Everything is digital. And actually, they could very well shut down anyone's podcast. It can be all of a sudden not possible to even upload your podcast. There are podcasters who put their work up on YouTube who are losing their ability to uh, receive any monetary uh, backing because the powers that be don't like the topics that they discuss. So, so we are actually seeing more and more censorship come up. So it's just very important, at least on your own, to make sure you put your own notice out there that this is, this is private. Yes, I am, you know, I'm using this means of, of communication and this is private. And, and you've stated that. And there's another maximum of law that says, well, well, I said, he who does not object appears to agree. And so if no one's objected to your notice, then you have an agreement. So that's all I'm saying, that, that there are, we want to have a, a deeper understanding of how to conduct ourselves in this sea of, of commerce. We're in a, a totally commercialized reality right now. I mean, that's the bottom line. We are, it, everything is commercialized. And, and so let's figure out how to ensure our own safety because it's not gonna be taught to us by this, this commercial system that we are are in. And so this is the shadow side of you never know who's listening in terms of, you know, th this is just realistic, common sense, watch your ass. Well, in case anyone's, in case anyone is still listening, um, let's shift to... Uh, Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> I mean, an educated, thinking person, I would think, I would hope, would find this kind of thing 
interesting, like, huh, you know, maybe I hadn't considered that before, or, or they've got a point. Welcome to being your friend. <laughs> Every day it's like, huh, <laughs> I had not considered that. Uh, it's the government. Shut up. <laughs> the government is, has identified our IP addresses. As we transition out of the just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not watching you phase of the podcast, Shauna and I are talking to our mystery guest and proof of the beautiful part of you never know who's listening. But it sounds like she's not there for a while and then she will be there. So, okay, so, so the lighter... The wonderful side of you never know who's listening is there are seven and a half billion people on this planet. And if you're moved to put something out there, you're going to find your people one way or another eventually. So with Packing for Crazy Town, I just had to do it. I couldn't not do it. Um, And so I, in my own DIY way, I just started putting them out there. And it was months into it. I probably had done four or five episodes. And I got my first email. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's, it's like an, an illusion. Is that really something in my inbox? And I, Brandy, um, if it's okay, I'm going to read this email. Okay, so, ah, oh, Sarah, so much gratitude being directed at you right now. And the little praying hands emoji. Um, I am fucking loving your podcast, Podling. It comes with all its jewels and messages just at the perfect time, of course. I'm not exactly sure how I found it, but I believe I was looking for places where Shauna Holm was being interviewed. I have heard her on different shows and love the wisdom that she shares, and that is how I found you. I want to ask you to give you some encouragement to keep going, and at the same time, If these episodes and the one yet released end up being all of them, there is still so much there to appreciate and to nosh on time after time. I have listened and re-listened to everyone and always find the lessons currently evolving as this crazy life does. I absolutely love your attitude and position, really the dance you are creating with the madness and chaos of 2017, while at the same time yelling, bring it on. So thank you for your perspective. Thank you for your light. Thank you for your ability to find flow or at least look for it within this wonderful chaos of these crazy times. And it was from this woman named Brandy. Brandy, and I'm like, okay, this is a real person. And I think I probably scared you. I, I emailed back and said, oh, my God, 10,000 downloads, and you're the first sign of life in the potosphere. Will you be my best friend? <laughs> um, and then, um, <laughs> and then, and then a, an episode or two later, you wrote back, and you, you said, hey, because I said, hey, you know, what's your deal? What's going on? And then you wrote back, I just finished your last episode with Shauna this morning and felt super moved to reach out and offer a little support. I have some skills that might help you along your path to continue the podcast. And there, and, um, if there's any way I can help so you can keep this knowledge coming, I'm jumping at the opportunity. Here's what I've got. I'm a graphic designer and I've got some mad visual skills. I also have a small home studio and can do some sound stuff too. I have other skills. These just seem like the most relevant. Um, love to help, la 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 la, with the love and light of the universe shining to you, let me know how I can help. And so I forwarded it to Shauna and I wrote back and I go, well, we're thinking of doing this new podcast called the Shaman's Tech Support and hey, we need a logo. And then you sent a link to 
your work and we were just going, oh my gosh. And then I watched your videos and that's when I got it because my prayer for Packing for Crazy Town was just like, I just want to find my people. I just want to know in, in this in this clown car pileup that there are people who are part of the solution. And I started watching your videos and I never do this, but I watched every single one of them. And I'm, I was just laughing because I said, okay, I get it. It's not quantity, it's quality. <laughs> That's and right. it's like you could have been, a, you know, me in another life, in another dimension. So all that to say, Brandy Price reached out and whatever icon you clicked on to get to this podcast, Brandy made. And when she sent her first version of it, um, I got goosebumps in my seventh chakra, my crown chakra, which has never happened before. And so I knew we were <laughs> onto something and I've been talking a lot and I just, I just, Shauna and I both just wanted to say, hi, we love you. And you are a manifestation. You are an example of, of the little Scooby snack from the universe that says, you know what? You're on the right path. Keep doing what you're doing if you're, if it feels good. So, um, we just wanted to bring you on and just, we, we call you the goddess from Austin. And, um, we just wanted to say thank you. And also just, I just want to hear more about, uh, who you are and how you came to us and kind of like kind of map that moment, that kind of magical metaphysical moment where, you know, the sacred contract that we all made, you know, a jillion years ago kind of comes to fruition and here you are and God, I'm talking a lot. It's great. It's good stuff. Let's assume that my self-congratulatory reading of your loving emails got recorded. Okay. And then we say, and basically the, the, whole, the whole point is um, that mysterious, that, you know, that which moves us to act. I mean, right. you, why did you even email me? And I guess just start there. Yeah. And, you know, Sarah, it's, it's interesting because now, you know, it, we've attempted this a couple of times and I've heard you say this a couple of times and it's not until this moment that I realized the context, um, the context in which that, that my email came to you. Um, and as you were reading it, I was like, I was thinking, well, that's a really kind compliment to give someone who's doing a podcast. And now I realized why you were, you know, kind of freaking out about it. It was cause it was like the first, you know, kind of like the first connection. Um, and so, you know, it's like, and now, you know, I kind of want to back up a little bit to present the context in which that I contacted you because um, I think that's important for the kind of the weaving of it together. Um, yes. But a couple, I guess, you know, I don't, maybe a year or so before, <laughs> before contact, <laughs> um, I had really started looking for uh, women's voices, you know, and women's voices in the media, women's voices in books, women's voices in everything that I was interested in, which I'm interested in everything occult and esoteric and, um, you know, having to do with psychedelic realities and just, just the weird stuff, right? Like, I'm into that. Um, and, and that's how I found Shauna and Shauna's voice and Shauna's wisdom. Um, and I think, you know, I, I think I'd listened to a podcast which she, I don't even remember which one it was that she was a guest on. And I'd come to someday this summer and just been like, oh, I just need, I need, 
I need a woman's voice, you know, um, because we do have different approaches and different ways of um, perceiving and digesting and coming back to the world. And it's like, I need, I need my people. I need, my, I need, I need, I need someone who's, who, who understands where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? Or at least I can have a little bit of context of where they're coming from. And that's when I just searched, I think I searched Shauna's name when I found your podcast. Um, and you were just a couple of episodes in and I instantly, instantly was just in love, right? Like it was exactly the medicine that I needed at the time. And um, I, you know, I'm kind of a podcast junkie. I, I love, you know, I love listening to people's voices and opinions and stories. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel like I isolate myself a little bit, um, but it f- helps me kind of contextualize where I'm at, you know, where I'm at in this like crazy, wacky world we're living in. And so I remember being in the grocery store and um, <laughs> listening on my, because I couldn't put it down. Like I had to go to the grocery store and I couldn't even, I couldn't stop listening to the podcast there. Um, and it, it was, like I said, the one that you were um, saying, okay, I'm, I've done this, I've done five. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, you know. And, and I, of all the podcasts that I listened to, I have never never emailed anyone okay <laughs> like I've never reached out to a host I've never written a review I'm kind of the shittiest like <laughs> podcast listener that gives nothing back okay um but there was just something that I was just like I I have to tell her and you know I, I um part of the part of the thing that I think about when I want to talk to these people that have shows I listen to I'm like I don't know what to say and maybe they wouldn't understand you know maybe I wouldn't say the right words they wouldn't understand my and how much gratitude that I really have for for them and what they're coming with and so I'll say um okay well I will I'll send prayers you know and that's my like I don't have to raise my voice or type an email I'll send many prayers which is also a good thing we'll take Um, those but yes definitely but on this time I just was like you know what I i I felt really compelled to just reach out. Um, and it was interesting, you know, it, it's also um, like you find your people, you know, it's like when you speak up, you find your people. And I think that's everything from our conversations to how we um, talk. And I'm so excited about this, the, the Shaman's tech support. And it's just interesting because it has all just felt really natural. Um <laughs> And wow, what a, how cool, you know, like it's, it's, it's an obvious universe being like, all right, all you have to do is, you know, it's like that motion in your mind. Those are the prayers. And then the actual, you know, it's like, it, it's the physical motion that brings it together. It's like, see, just put a little physical motion behind things and look what can happen. Well, I mean, from the very beginning, and I thought of when I, when I started looking at your videos and, you know, seeing this sort of kind of, you have this kind of, um, effortless fearless creativity in your work that that I noticed and I and I really responded to and that's you know in a football game when when football players cross the finish line then they they point upwards they're always like hey thanks thanks for letting me catch that ball <laughs> and I feel like I'm in a these days I'm that's my my kind of my default state because I feel like when the th- when the yarn is done unraveling from this sweater that's currently unraveling um I think at the end of it, there's just something hilarious. I'm counting on that. And I I felt laughter when I was looking at your thing just because it's like, okay, it's 
it's a long time coming, but this is one awesome Scooby snack. And so also with your voice, you really, you know, I think you really need your own podcast. I mean, we're going to have you back on, but, um, talk, talk to us. I mean, I, with packing for crazy town, I was always like, okay, let's not get into story. I just want the gold right away from whoever I had on. But with you, um, I'm curious. So you're, uh, you, did you start out always start out in Texas or you were in Virginia at some point? Right. Yeah. I was born and raised in Texas. Um, Texas girl. Um, I went to my undergrad at Texas Tech University. Um, and then I moved to Georgia. Um, and that's probably when I really started playing music and playing, um, performing in a band. Um, and I've always been drawn to music. I've always, you know, played in high school band or whatever but that was really the moment that I like strapped on a guitar and got in front of a microphone and was like oh yeah this is my this is my jam you know <laughs> like I gotta keep doing this um and after after I was in Athens for a bit I moved back to Texas um and and at that, that time I was like I gotta get out of Texas I gotta do gotta do something different um and so I went to grad school in Virginia and that's really, you know, it's so interesting that you comment about those videos, Sarah. And I mean, the compliment you gave about the <laughs> crown chakra uh, sparkles, like, <laughs> that's the best compliment I've ever gotten about any design work, for sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was it was during that time that I really started um, uh, finding confidence in my voice um, and realizing that we each have a unique way of creating. I think before that, it was just, especially with my background as a graphic designer, and that's kind of how I entered the art space of, you know, it's, it's you're producing something for something. It's not your, um, you know, you're listening to the client and understanding their needs. And um, I, I, I just always thought it was kind of a mechanical process. Um, and it wasn't until I got into grad school that I realized that there was something unique about the way that everyone creates, you know? Um, and I think it was within, I, I actually kind of stopped giving a fuck in grad school too. I was like, I'm t- I, there was no one to please and I didn't know what I was doing. And so it was like, <laughs> I'm just going to make whatever the hell I want to make, you know? Which was, I mean, but that, that was just the beauty of those. I, I completely could relate to the fact that you had made all these maybe seven years ago and and now in, in X, you know, a small amount of people had found their way to them and they were on Tumblr and I could just completely mm-hmm. relate. It was like, you weren't making this to sell anything. These were just <laughs> coming from your soul. <laughs> yeah. And really it, it's, it's so, it, you know, I don't know. We think about the time, human time and universal time. And it's like, we create things and it's like, okay, I made this and I'm going to put it out and now I need some applause, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just interesting to talk, to think about this time of the universe of, of you being able to see me and see my career, but the way that I approach, um, you know, probably everything, music, sound, space, color, you know, um, and realizing that was something that that was seven years ago, you know, and, and yeah, still it's, part it's of relevant. Quantum. Yes, it's, right. it's quantum. So that was seven years ago, but it was talking to me right now as I was, right. you know, reaching out to you and, um, yeah, well, so, so your, um, your creativity, your, your, uh, your music, your, everything is kind of intertwined with you and you're, and you're also a mother and you're working in artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And, um, when we were talking, when you and I were talking with Shauna, you mentioned it, it was, you had a really interesting take on, um, 
you were also, last time we tried to do this, you were on your way to your goddess yoga class. And <laughs> I'm just loving the juxtaposition of Brandy, our, you know, rock goddess from Austin, working in artificial intelligence. I mean, where do you, where does, you know, where does the twain meet with all that? You know, is... Gosh, yeah. I don't know. I think that's something that I question every day. I think that's what we question. You know, it's like, what am I doing here? What is going on? How did I get here? How did I get in this, what is this place? Where's my beautiful wife? Um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that just from the beginning, my ethic of like kind of this like work ethic of like, you're going to work and some, you know, I I try, sometimes it's really hard to not say, Brandy, you didn't put your full effort into your, to being an artist, right? To being, and, and then you went off and got a job, right? Um, but I think when I'm a little bit more gentle with myself and look at that and realizing like how many ways that I'm weaving in all of those things, right? Like, um, and, and I think it's becoming evidently clear now that I'm working in the AI industry. It's like, it is important that I go to goddess yoga on Sunday and then I go and work in a very male dominated, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, um, technology, you know, kind of, um, industry. Um, and it is important that I, you know, uh, that I think about vibrational qualities and meditation and, um, and uh, astrology and all the, you know, whatever I'm dipping into at the moment and then, and then approaching this thing that's kind of uh, shaping all of our realities, you know? Well, again, you know, speak to, so my, one of my, I guess my ultimate goal is to, is to vibrate at the highest possible frequency, you know, mm -hmm. without spontaneously combusting. And I mean, I am <laughs> an, I am a drummer, so that's a possibility. But, um, <laughs> so you're all about, you're all about vibration and I mean a lot you were talking you have healing bowls and stuff talk to me about you know how you what what is that to you yeah and I'd say that's for me it's you know I, I've something that I've really cultivated over the last couple of years is is my practice right like whatever that practice is and as it's developed now like super currently um you know I get up in the morning and my daughter goes to school and my husband goes to work and I have like an hour and a half all by myself, which oh, is nice. quite a luxury. <laughs> and every day the first thing is like showing gratitude to that. Cause I know that's, you know, especially with a child, that's not easy, you know? Um, that's something I'm very fortunate for, but that practice has developed into, you know, reading and writing and I do yoga. Um, and, and probably the most, uh, the thing that I've added here within the last couple of years is um, vibration meditation and uh, singing bowls. Um, I, I also just recently added some um, bells. They, they kind of sound like wind chimes, but they're kind of all tuned differently. Um, and I use those every morning just, you know, to send, send intentions and loves and, you know, help me come to my highest vibration. Um, but you know, to tell you the truth there, I'm really like, um, I'm struggling right now with it, um, in that practice because I, um, you know, it's, it's really hard. I think it's really challenging. It's challenging for me to bring myself daily to a point where I am, you know, I've let, I've, I've released, I've let go, I've opened myself up and I'm like, I'm zinging, you know, I'm like at that high vibe. And then, and then you leave that and you walk out into the real world, you know? 
You know, mm. that, that reminds me of a story, Brandy, that uh, a Native woman told me once that she said she and her husband met this lovely older man, Native man, who became a, a spiritual teacher to them. And, and they worked with him for a number of years. And at one point, she was going to do spend a week out in the desert by herself. I think that was, was like part of a group, and then you split up individually, and, and you're out there for a whole week. And this was in the state of Washington, right. on the east, in eastern Washington. And so she had this extraordinary time spent out there by herself, and, and it was just amazing. And this fellow had... This teacher had said, would it be okay if I picked you up at the end of that week? And she said, sure. So he picks her up at the end of the week, and she is just, you know, completely glowing, as you say, just, you know, filled with that week's experience and and time away from, you know, the crazy world. And so she gets in the car, and they start driving, and they end up in a Walmart parking lot and and she looks at him and says what are we do what are we doing here and he said to her are you holding the desert in you and she said yeah i am and he said good then go in there and hold the desert in there mm. and so <laughs> you know i just never forgot that because i thought oh my god like that is you know, we all have our, our beautiful oasis, well, some of us do, within our home, or the home itself is just this oasis, right? And it's where we can get clear and centered and grounded and everything. And then, ultimately, where the rubber meets the road is, can we then take that with us when we leave? And now, boy, you are speaking to quite a sharp contrast there <laughs> between, right. you know, the because I was thinking when you were talking about working with the singing bowls, that is sound vibration. And the digital world is, you're talking about a very different vibration, and we're all being bathed in it right now. You know, this signal is, it's a pulse, a pulsing signal, 60 pulses per second, totally unnatural uh it's really wreaking havoc with us and and so and i was thinking oh my goodness this is actually sounds like an excellent practice to work with those bowls because that is a very different vibration and it feels to me first of all like it would be very would would help the body somewhat to center you know compared to all those digital vibrations that we're bathed in and uh anyway but then then off you go to to work in like what I think is just a bizarre I mean I'm sure you think it's kind of bizarre yourself like a bizarre (laughs) industry like how the hell did we get here you know and uh and then I don't know I kind of feel like it's your job to you go there with all your gorgeous everything you're carrying and you infuse that insane place in in whatever however you can not to judge Shauna. well I will die I, I mm-hmm. judge Shauna's the judger guilty guilty, guilty. <laughs> in any case but seriously you know um but but that is something to consider that all right you know you and I think that is so essential and I and I talk to clients about doing just that about taking what time you can in the morning to yourself and getting yourself into a centered grounded place you know but then you got to take it take it with you oh. and it is not easy right Wait, it but isn't what that is the, in, the integration is that right like it doesn't matter what kind of messages or how 
what the vibration we can create if we can't maneuver that outside of that space, right? Mm-hmm. But what is, so do you have a practice that, that kind of also includes sort of surrounding yourself as some sort of protection, some light, or as you go out, or is that part of, like, what is your meditation practice? Yeah, I definitely, there's, there's a, um, there's a, you know, I, I do, I go through this whole ritual and it's probably, you know, the, the, sometimes I think about it, I'm like, this is kind of intense to do like every day. <laughs> um, but, then, um. I just love this space that I, you know, it's like it's it's touching those magic spaces, you know, and remembering that they're there, remembering that I always have access to them. Um, and I, recently I've been a lot more focusing on, you know, if, I think for a while when I'd ring the bells and I would think about just um, uh, letting that vibration, manu- you know, move through the earth move through the air move through you know touch every soul touch every animal touch the wind touch the earth um and it's only until recently that i've realized like cultivating the self-love aspect of it first mm. you know and, and making sure that i'm really filled first um and then that that that, that space that, that 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 love that i'm sending out is, that i hold that within myself um and I've, I've it's interesting to watch how much easier it is when i start um letting that love uh, vibrate, resonate from me, how much easier it uh, it moves when I've filled myself first. Um, I mean, like, when mommy's happy, everybody's happy. Yeah, truly. <laughs> I love that really. math. Yeah. That, is some, that is some good calculus there. And I, always, I have this voice in the back of my mind that goes, you can't, you can't give from an empty well, baby. Like, and it's like that same, you can't give from an empty well, baby. I don't know who that is, but I hear it. I mean, you know, a lot. But, you know, and, and, and too, like the, the um, you know, protect, the protection and the, and the ball of protection around myself is something I definitely, um, I don't leave the house without that, you know. Um, and so then how's all that serving you when you get to your AI Deal. Shauna <laughs> makes AI sound like a dirty word. AI. <laughs> Once I'm Go confronted on. with the AI when I walk into my office. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, I think it's I, th- I think just like anything when we try to, you know, integrating <laughs> any um, message into the real world or any kind of vibration, you know, sometimes it's sometimes it's great. You know, sometimes I walk in and I'm able to really keep that vibration and move into meetings and um you know, it's like there. There's something that I think about a lot um, with uh, mind pattern. You know, um, how, cortex. You know, with your, with your cortex and everything firing, and um, whenever there's any kind of trauma, it 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 stops, right? It, like it becomes still, and that's stagnation, right? And that's where everything kind of gets caught, and then that manifests into the body. You know, it's kind of th- this this idea, um, and so. Most of the time, I'm like, if I can just like um, keep uh, keep a space around me, be able to keep a, a composure on my face of like, I'm not gonna come in here and eat anyone, and no one's eating me, um, then like I can hold that stagnation off a little bit. You know, can I can I prolong until we all get cranky and you know cranky at each other because of the different necessities that we need for projects or whatever. Um, but you know, some days I go in and it just is like it crashes instantly. It's and I'm and I'm like down on the ground, crawling, crawling over rocks. You know, um, it it just it it varies. 
And so are you finding kind of, um, that was one of the sort of the core, you know, the core of, of packing for crazy town is nobody has any idea what's coming tomorrow. So do you find yourself, I mean, can you put yourself in a space where you're just open? It's kind of the surprise me baby space where even at work, you're like, all right, let's, let's take the vice and stretch the possibility out that something <laughs> amazing could happen. Does that, oh, yeah. but by the way, yeah. like what, I mean, what do you actually do? Like, what do you, when you sit down to do your work, what is it? Can you say? I mean, do, you, do we have to well, sign an NDA? I don't know. Shauna's listening, right? I don't know that I should say. <laughs> I am listening to every word. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Sipping her homemade kombucha. She's got your eye on you. Oh, that's funny. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm forgetting the question. <laughs> it's like, so what is your actual job? Yeah, so I um, I do a lot of user um, user experience, user testing, UI stuff things. So it's any type of visual interface that supports you know whatever product we're trying to build. And most of the time, we're just we conceptualize on how this technology, how learning technologies, how learning systems um, can be utilized within different businesses. So <laughs> that, that yeah. sounds really that's gripping. <laughs> No, right? Okay. That's Shauna. Okay, but well, but the truth is, I mean, I'm sure you're probably never bored. I mean, because um, because are you using your your graphical arts abilities then? Yeah, but you know, I I don't much, and and really the the reason that I you know the aspects of this job that I do like is it's like uh, I gotta think a lot, you know, and. Um, and think about different ways to address things. And, you know, it's the technology is, it's, it's not like, you know, the machine, the machine learning engineers don't come to us and say, okay, the technology works like this. Now um, fit this to a business, you know, we are both kind of asking questions and yeah. trying to figure out the best aspects. So it's, it's, it's never a, um, here's the problem and here's the solution. Um, and, and where that kind of ties back into bringing my high vibration is it's like, it's a lot of just, um, discussing and communicating. Um, and what I've really realized being in this industry different than, you know, other, in, like di more just design based, um, jobs is that we all communicate so differently. Hmm. Um, and a lot of what I do is just try to make sense out of what everyone is saying. And I, it, as the designer, as the visual aspect of that, it's like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm the interpreter because once we see something, once, once we all see something, um, in a visual, then it's easier to understand, right? Like when we talk, everything is concept. Um, we see a picture of it and it's like, okay, I can see this and that's not what I meant. You know, I actually meant it works like this or it works like that. Um, so that's a lot of what I do at work. <laughs> and then, um, and then is, is your daughter in school yet then? Yes. She yes. is, which is yes. really nice. And so do you have the flexibility you can go? I mean, is your job such you can go get her after school or? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's probably, I mean, that's, and really that's the, that's the thing that benefits me the most is the flexibility and the ability to be, to be mom, you know, because it's not, um, I don't know, it's kind of like, you know, it's back to that story of like, I wish I could stay in the space of high vibration and meditation all day. And it's like. And in the, in the same breath, I think I could also say, I wish I could just be mom all the time and just be here and to be baking bread and, um, 
and I do wish I could break some bread, but, um, <laughs> um, but there's a balance there and I, I, I'm glad that I'm able to still, you know, be that I pick her up from school a lot, um, and kind of have a lot of that flexibility. So that's cool. Well, this is kind of the segue into the third aspect of you never know who's listening, which, and I know that you're a, you're a party to this too, which is, is basically um, wrangling the forces that we can't see, right, Jana, to aid us in crafting our ask in unexpected times. Mm. And I know you've got Walter. Is that Walter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Walter. <laughs> yeah, well, these are self-created uh, uh, yeah, entities, if you will, intelligences, yes. You know, I have to say, after listening to the podcast when y'all were talking about, you know, these uh, helpers, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've had I've had Walter for a while, and he's great. He's a he's my parking guy, and and I've I've expanded his ability to all transportation needs, so traffic, and everything else, and he always comes in for me. But I have I've I've asked for a, another uh, Richard who helps keep my house clean, but <laughs> his idea of a organized living space might be a little different than mine. <laughs> well, I mean, Shauna, I mean, that's that's part of my experience working with you and, and seeing um, how incredibly in touch and what comes through for you from, from entities, beings that are objectively invisible, uh, but visible to you. I mean, talk to, I mean, that's, that's, really part of your part of your magic and part of part of your power is that you've 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 got that connection going on yeah well I think of them as as spirit intelligences and in this very commercial unnatural world in which we find ourselves these days we, we we've been utterly disconnected from that and so it is dismissed or mocked but you know historically through the millennia human beings have always related to the unseen worlds and had just a a natural understanding that that too exists and we can engage it in different ways and so you never know who's listening i i know this to be true that our ancestry is uh does support us to to a degree uh, I, I know that we are on some level uh, watched, if you will, observed, uh, assisted, tested. There have been, you know, many, many, many stories uh, told by people of, of experiencing, you know, some kind of divine intervention. And so, so yeah, you never, never know who's listening. Uh, <laughs> Is, is, is true in, in, in that world as well. And so, so that has given, I've utilized that as a way of, of um, uh, giving myself the ability to persevere, to see myself through difficult uh, times, and also to request help from those realms as well. And, and, uh, and it tends to work. For me and then as we were just saying you can also call to yourself a kind of unseen helper if you will now my late teacher brew joy would call these resources 
that are found within the deep psyche. And the deep psyche is the Greek word for soul. And, and that is a mystery unto itself. So, you know, we're tapping the mystery with the understanding that it is also participating in our life in uh, a more, more subtle way. Shana, I, I want to ask you about how that translates how do, with your daughters. Like, how do you, how do you give them that gift of knowing? Or how do you That's teach them that? That's a good question. I have... Especially <laughs> since they're teenagers <laughs> yeah, they're and are te- like, Mom, <laughs> Mom, whatever, yeah, Mom. They could care less <laughs> at this point about anything we're talking about. But at the same time, they've been raised in it. And so... I have more than anything just been very careful with my girls in terms of not imposing what I'm in touch with on them, but more just it's there. They know what their mom does. Uh, you know, they meet the clients all the time because I host these retreats out of my home. <laughs> so, so you know, they've been experiencing that for some time. And, and we talk candidly about this. And then their dad is, is basically an agnostic. So, so I just say to them, look, this is a deeply personal piece. And so just, just know that, of course, there is some master intelligence that has put all of this in place. And this, you know, the, the, the architect of nature cannot be, <clears throat> shall we say, trumped. And, uh, you know, so, so, Hopefully, I hope for you someday that you will come into connection with your own understanding of that. So I've made it into like a very personal piece mm-hmm. for them. And, and so we'll have conversations about this. And, and, uh, but yeah, at this point, one is 19, one is 17. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're into other they have other interests at this <laughs> <Other> point. T- <laughs> but they're fantastic girls, and they're free thinkers. Totally. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> no, they're fantastic 100%. I mean, youth consider them, you know, that they're in the matrix, just like my 16-year-old son. I mean, they're, they... Yes, to my horror, I wanted to give, before I knew, you know, what I know now, I wanted to give my girls, I wanted them to have a better experience of school than I did because I, my experience of school was no fun and in junior high I was bullied and whatever and high school was not good, you know. So anyway, I just thought I'm going to, I want to make sure that my girls have a better experience and by God, <laughs> so they've been through private school because their father, God bless him, has made that happen. Only, though, to realize, to my horror, that they're every bit as indoctrinated in private school, of course, as they would be in public school, and, and they've been indoctrinated. <laughs> right. So, you know, now how do I break that indoctrination? And very carefully, right? Because that, that is, uh, that's based on conditioning, Pavlovian and Skinner conditioning, and it's all about the group. They exploit our need to be tribal, and so, you know, it's about unquestioning compliance and conformity, and you're made to feel like a total dumbass if you don't fit in with conform to the group, and anyway, so, right, right? so they really, you know, play on the group thing, and so all your friends are doing the same thing and you want to be like everybody else and and I certainly did when I was in high school I tried my best to my darndest to fit in with this group and I, that didn't work and so with that group and that didn't work and I was really 
a square peg trying to fit into a round hole, but I really gave it my all to uh, try to, uh, you know, fit into some kind of group to no avail. And of course, now I see how it how it served, but uh, back then it was so painful, and I just, you know, I didn't want that for my girls. So mm. yeah. <laughs> wow. But again, you know, they it's they've got you know a Wall Street dad, so a very in the matrix dad, but he's way cool, you know, used to be a surfer in California way back when, and you know, he's a cool guy, but you know, and and then there's their mom who's who's grounded and yet out there, for sure, by a lot of people's standards. And so I just figure, all right, they've chosen us, and so they will, they will make their own decisions moving forward. Wow. Yeah. So how old is your daughter, Brandy? She's five, five, five years old, um, and you know it's it, it, it uh, like I hear talking you two talking about your teenagers, and I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> like how you know just that. Of course, we all have these experiences growing up that shape the way that we are, right? And the things that we do or don't like, and and the things that we're like, oh, I won't have that for my daughter, or I'm gonna try to, you know, um, help her fill. Um, empowered in this area or that area um and you know it's funny because something that I struggle with is like I felt that my parents had too many rules there were too many damn rules all the time you know um and they cut my butterfly wings off um (laughs) but in like trying to protect that space from my daughter you know and trying to like give her what I didn't have it's like I'm, t- I'm I'm creating this other type or I'm not yeah. creating anything but it's like opening this space you know it's like we were with some family this weekend um for the holiday and um she's real big in the into the no it's not yeah it is you know like it's like whatever you say it's like uh-uh you know <laughs> and I think like one of the things that I that I appreciate about my own personality is like in the in the big bag of world out there when someone says you have to do this I'm like I don't know I'm not so sure about that you know but like when it comes at you from a five-year-old it's like oh god everyone is saying you know it's like Felix is annoying everyone because she will just do what you ask her to you know um I don't know I had this um, this moment a couple weeks ago where I was just kind of, you know, it's, it's over, I think, every, you know, there's so many things that become overwhelming in this life we're living. Um, and I just, I, you know, I sat down and, and tried to get really quiet about it and just these kind of things that I was facing. And the message that I got was like, you know, every, every generation will fall into the sins of their generation, right? But it's different each time. And so it's like, how do we... Of course, we can try to protect or not protect, but have something different than what we had. But we have no clue. It's a different world, right? And it, and it was it is for every generation. Yeah, and it, it is. It has to be okay that you know they're on their devices, and I think that there's there's going to be some sort of balancing and reckoning and some kind of blowback from that. But you know, you can't get too. I would I would say you can't get too worked up in it. But does your daughter see you meditate, and is she interested in the whole concept of stillness, or is that just yeah. like why would anyone bother with stillness? <laughs> I mean, she's definitely <laughs> is not sitting down and meditating with me. <laughs> yeah, but she actually when she uh, 
whenever she's trying to make a bargain with me on something, she'll be like, I'll let you meditate as long as you want to. <laughs> if you do this for me, I will let you. <laughs> Clever girl. So I'm sure she'll be on you. I'm sure she'll go with some, you know, some kind of like, oh, my mom, she's just like meditating all the time, you know. Um, so but, um, what, another question I've been wondering is, what is the name of your band? The Diamond Center. The diamond sensor or center? Center, like the center of the diamond. Ah, the diamond center. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What kind of music? We we play, it's like, I would, for lack of, or for need of putting it into any genre, I would say it's like psychedelic rock. Cool. Um, We, my husband and I have been, had this band for um, almost a decade now. Um, which is, you know, it's like, it's like one of those things where you, you start doing something, you're just doing it and you're like, it's not a, you know, you're just doing it. And then you're like, holy crap, I've been doing this for 10 years. Um, but it's been, I mean, it's amazing. There's a very unique bond that we have being able to create music together. It's definitely some type of form of therapy for sure. <laughs> um, and, and just as we like transition from, I mean, Kyle and I were both married when we met and started making music together. And now, you know, we've been married for a couple of years and have a child and, um, and we still, you know, create and write together. And it's just interesting to think about how much life is worked out. I mean, going forward, I mean, with the shaman's tech support, what, like, what would you what would be helpful to you? Like a little, the idea generally was that we would do these about like 20 minutes long. <laughs> we, it's not quite the amuse-bouche yet. We haven't <laughs> crafted that to perfection, but like what, what would you, what would be helpful for someone like you who is like an advanced seeker, say? Okay, so I'm just going to tell you the first thing that comes to my mind mm-hmm. right when you asked so, this mm-hmm. question. So the one of the first, I believe it might have been the first uh, packing for Crazy Town that I listened to. And Shauna, you read a poem that you had channeled mm. or was mm-hmm. given or divined. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that moment, I, I specifically remember I was, um, we were going about to go on tour, my our band. And I was driving my daughter to my mom's house. And my mom and I had just gotten into a conversation about... Um, how she, her giving advice on how to raise my daughter that, I, that was rather challenging because it was... Oh, everyone um, wants that, Brandy. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and it, 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 kind of that, that thing, it was like, I see how you um, built a wall between me and you but because of the way that you wanted to control the situation, essentially. And you asking me to do this now to my own daughter. And it was, re- it's just, it was confusing, you know? And, like, I was really, like, and, and I was driving her, my, my beloved daughter to <laughs> be with my mother for, you know, two weeks. And very grateful also for the fact that she can go with my mom and we can go on tour. Um, but I'm driving, and I drive down this, like, this country road in Texas. It's beautiful. And, and I'm, like, listening to Shauna, um read this message of just th- from a different realm, you know, and realizing that this is not the only, this is like, this is one reality, but it's not the only one. Hmm. Um, 
And there was a great peace that came over me realizing that someone else is touching that and bringing that back and giving wisdom from it. Um, because I feel that, but some, it's, it's easy to become isolated within your own spiritual practice and learning your own languages, you know? Um, and I think that's what, that's another reason that, you know, I was so, such a, such a supporter of this, of, of Sarah, you doing these podcasts is like, just to hear everyone's unique voice and realizing that there's a thread of similarity, but just different perspectives, you know, that there is something more, that it's not this fear-based thing that we have to worry about the AIs, you know, like, um, like there's something more. And that was real, that's really encouraging. Hmm. And that's what I want more of ladies. Right on. Right on. <laughs> okay. And anything else that you have to offer, I will be drinking <laughs> as fast as possible. Um, Brandy Price from Austin, our rock goddess from Austin. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get off here and check out the Diamond Center. And mm. um, I also want to mention, and I'm going to I'm going to say this out loud because it's kind of been this little pet project that I've been working on, and I'm going to say it out loud to make me like light a little fire under my ass. Yes. Um. But I've been working on uh, recording some meditation, um, guided meditations, and some different bells with my bells and bowls. Um, so I will be giving you a link for that too. Excellent. To Perfect. put out there in the world. Oh, fantastic. Great. I will avail myself of that for sure. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Great. God, thank you so much, Brandy. This is thank so fun. You, you never oh know gosh, who's listening. I love talking to y'all. Yeah, this is great. This is great. How lucky we, we are that you put yourself out and uh, and introduced yourself and, and, and made a gorgeous logo and the collaborative <laughs> music as well. This is just, it's brilliant. Yeah. Meant to be. Yeah. Meant to be. Yeah, yeah. And just goes to show you never know who's listening. You never know. We need a little jingle. You never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 2018. Where the hell are we?